Welcome to the sixth episode of the Two Point Turn podcast. In this, uh, in the podcast, we talk about sports, movies, and pretty much everything else under the sun. In this episode, we're gonna rank the Harry Potter books. So I think there are seven books, as we all know, and we'll start with number seven. And one thing to clarify is that this is books, not movies. They're both very, very different. Good point. What's your number seven? Okay, my number seven. It's the longest book, Order of the Phoenix. I I don't like... Order of the Phoenix really the longest book? Isn't the seventh one the longest? No. No, Order of the Phoenix is the longest by far. I don't like it that much. It's just too long. The plot's not that interesting. I mean, everyone hates Umbridge, but I don't like it that much. It it took it takes forever to read, and most of it is just fluff. It's just fluffy information with some good plot. That's why it's gonna go all the way down to number seven. Wow, what about I didn't you? That. You're right. It is the it is the longest book, but it's the second shortest film. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe you're right about the fluff part because. If you go from longest to second shortest, maybe they had cut out a lot of stuff. Mm. Okay, so again, I feel maybe my my entry would have been influenced by the movie a bit because of. Uh, anyways, yeah, at number six, I'm gonna put Half Blood because uh, I didn't really remember too much about this book. I'll admit I'm not like an avid fan, and I've recently I haven't thought of Harry Potter that much, so I'm kind of like slipping on some things. But anyways, I think I'll put half at number six simply because I don't think, remember it being much, I mean, too remarkable. So. Yeah, Half-Blood Prince was kind of mediocre, and that's why it falls on number six spot on my list. Okay. I wasn't a huge fan of the movie either. I mean, I don't understand why that had the movie in monochrome. Like, it was black and gray, little bit of the color. Movie? The whole movie? Or? The whole movie. Seriously? Yeah, it was very dark. Interesting. Yeah, okay, that's anyway. why it's it's and the plot is just a little bit mediocre. It's gonna have to go on number six on my list. How so about my you? Will be the philosopher's stone or sorcerers or whatever it's called. I think in different regions it has a different name. But yeah, philosopher's stone number six. I don't blame this one because it was the first one, and I think the whole experience of having to like you know craft the universe that the other that the the, the following books didn't have to have is against this book but i feel like as an experience it wasn't as entertaining because i didn't know the books as well and all those things uh so i'm just gonna be number six for me i i didn't know the characters and the plot and the setting and all that as well as in like towards the end you really understood a lot of the stuff way better yeah that's definitely very true that's definitely very true and that's why it falls on the number fifth spot on my list looks like we have a lot of um the same opinions on this yeah uh i mean definitely when you compare it to the rest of the books it falls short on the list but it's a great book on its own great movie on its own nothing wrong about it just uh, it gets a lot better okay yeah. so if i move on to my number five, five i'm gonna put uh, the chamber of secrets i think this is the second book yeah this was the second book I end up like the half, but I don't remember too much about it. I remember like he found out he could speak a parcel tongue or something, and then he found out he could speak parcel tongue, and then he, um, I think don't remember that much about. It. I think that he had like someone like a run in with 
Voldemort or something like that. Like, it's just not that remarkable for me. Like, they, I'll use the word that you used earlier, mediocre is what I'm going to say. Uh, what are you, what's your number four? Okay, so um, my number four, this is actually a little bit funny. It is the Chamber of Secrets. So, I mean, looks like we have a lot in common today. Yeah, Chamber of Secrets, it was pretty, um, yeah, there's nothing too awesome about it. It's a little bit better than the Philosopher's Stone or the Sorcerer's Stone. But, um, yeah, I like it a lot. I, I mean, I like it. It's okay. The movie's okay. Book's okay. But some there's a, definitely a lot more interesting plots in the series. Okay, so if I have to go on with my number four, probably would go with the uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I really, and again, this might be slight of a movie in, uh, influence, because I really liked uh, Sirius Black's character, and I really liked how like he was like just a terrible criminal, but he actually turned out to be like a good person who was actually on Harry's side. But yeah, again, this was not quite mediocre, but it wasn't, it was like fringe good, not great. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. I think um, Prisoner of Azkaban deserves to be much, much higher on the list. No yeah, it definitely does. Both the movie and book are some of the best things in the series. Yeah, definitely a huge jump from the Chamber of Secrets. So for my number three, I'm going to have to go with Goblet of Fire. I really did like the fusion of um, Durmstrangs and Bobatons and how they all just kind of came together. There was a lot of new characters. Definitely one of the best books, very entertaining. One of the best movies as well. I like Goblet of Fire a lot. It definitely gets a little bit dark at the end, but that's not a problem when you're watching the, when you're reading the book. So I'm going to have to put Goblet of Fire at my number third spot. Interesting. That's very interesting because my third spot is Order of the Phoenix. I kind of actually like this book. I liked just like, especially the movie, like, and the book itself. Like, I feel you thought there was too much stuff, like just a lot of stuffing and not actual substance. But I feel it kind of had, I like the whole atmosphere and the return of Voldemort and all that and how he he came back and I liked how it was how his return was portrayed. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But speaking of Voldemort, my number two spot is going to be Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Now, here's the thing. I I know it's definitely as portrayed as one of the best things in the whole series, but I think it's going to uh, fall on my number uh, two spot just because it is very long and it's kind of, it takes a while to get through. And it just, it gets a lot, very complicated. It's very hard to keep up with. It's a lot of um, plot twists, a lot of new characters, a lot of information thrown at you. It's a little bit hard to keep up. Both movie so, and book. I have it at number two. Again, yeah, the movie would be the best, but like the book... I'd keep it at number two and as well. And I feel the reason for that is partly some of the things you mentioned, 
but I feel it's so high up. Again, this is sort of like the first one. It's just due to its situation, not the book itself. Where like this book had the luxury of being the culmination of all these events. Like you know, they had this thing the Horcruxes versus the uh, they were called Horcruxes, right? Yeah, yeah. Versus the uh, I forgot what the, those things were called. There was like the the stone, the wand, and the cloak. What were those three called? The um, Deathly Hallows. Those were called the Deathly Hallows? No, they were called something else. Like, the Resurrection Stone, the Elder Wand, and the Cloak of Invisibility. Yeah, yeah. Like, all three of those were called, like, something. Like, there was, like, a name for those three. And I remember, like, Harry was saying, like, it's those, like, the name for those three versus the Horcruxes or something like that. Mm, okay, well, the, yeah, that's somewhat accurate, but... um. Yeah. Really, it's all just about right, destruction it, it, of Horcruxes. You're right. It, it was it was the Deathly Hollows. Yeah, okay. there it goes. There he goes. I think he was saying it was Hollows versus Horcruxes or something like that. that yeah, was, yeah, that's true. That makes sense. So again, it, this this movie's like up, this book's up at number two. Oh, okay, perfect. So I guess you you know that that means my number one book is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's very entertaining. Lots of new characters. Lots of character development but not too complicated that it's hard to keep up with. It's somewhat short, not too long, but not too short. Uh, the book's definitely probably my favorite book to watch. Um, yeah, I just don't see anything wrong with The Prisoner of Azkaban. So um, if, you, if you kept track with mine, you would see that my, my number one is The Goblet is of Fire. Goblet of Fire. There you go. Now, I, I don't think you like this, but I really like it because I feel it was long, but it had so much going on, especially with that competition, those three clues that they were given out and all those things. I feel it was like, unlike your take on the fifth one, it was long, but it also had like substance. So yeah, like, I said I did like it quite a bit. I put it at my number three spot, which is pretty good. Okay. But like, I thought it's not it was the best, good. but I like it a lot. I felt it was good and it had so many things going on. And again, the movie for it was good. And I loved just like the whole, uh, the whole, uh, just the whole atmosphere of, of all the things they had created. I loved how at the end, you know, they had like a plot twist type thing where Voldemort shows up and uh, what was his name? Moody being a fake all along and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and again, you, you, you pointed out, I took like a dark turn at the end when what's his name? That guy died. The the house representative, the Cedric. school representative, Cedric Diggory. Yeah, yep. he died. I kind of like, like for something that was like for, I kind of like like that because it was a good introduction to the character of Voldemort himself, and how like, like it was unexpected, but it was like, it was like I kind of like liked it as an aspect of the movie. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I mean, I guess it was a little bit sad, but yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. That's quite interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, again, when you say sad, it wasn't like truly sad. Like I didn't really care about it, but like yeah, it wasn't like, like serious or Dobby. It, was, it wasn't. Those were yeah, it wasn't sad on the level of Dumbledore dying or something. Like oh, that. Dumbledore dying was not that sad. The guy okay, was like a he, he was like a thousand it. years old. He was like and he and he died kind of naturally. Yeah, right? he was a thousand yeah, years that? old. He did everything he wait, wanted wait, to do. Cedric wait, wait, was like wait, seventeen. Snape killed him. Like Snape killed him. Murdered him? Well, not murdered him. I mean, he told him to. 
Why? I remember this. Um, it was in the end. It was in the end of the Half Blood Prince. Um, yeah, the sixth one. But like, why did that happen? Okay, because he had to die. So um, Harry could get something or something like that. Right. So yeah, um, Snape could like be safe. I think so. It was like a prophecy type thing or something like no, that. No, that happened at that happened later. I think it was like um, so Snape's safety was guaranteed. So uh, they wouldn't question uh, his loyalty to Voldemort. Okay, see, like that did kind of had to happen, which again doesn't make it a sad. I didn't think about from the age perspective because he was like the strongest there was. Yeah. But like, yeah, I just thought of it as something interesting. Yeah. Like, okay. It was a good aspect for me. And again, okay. the whole like premature, unnatural death made it like, and uh, like unnecessary death made it like a bigger draw than like, and than that. And plus, he's way less relevant to the story than someone like Dumbledore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, all the Edward Cullen fans out there might get a little mad, but he did leave Harry Potter for Twilight, so hmm. not sure what to say about that. He was irrelevant. A little, yes, a little. Even a little. No one knew he existed till that till the fourth book, and no one no one cared about him after the fourth book, and even during the fourth book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was irrelevant. Sure. Sure. Dumbledore was like a like a he was a main character. Yes, he was. He was like right. He was like at worst like a half step below like Hermione and uh, Ron. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode of the Two Point Turn. Please leave your suggestions on our YouTube channel for what you think we should do next. We were available on all major platforming, on all major podcast platforms, Spotify, YouTube, Radio Podcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Uh, you can find us everywhere on anchor.fm slash two point turn. Thank you for watching and keep smiling.